I hope you had a good sleep last night, a good solid sleep. Maybe you even had some dreams. Here's the thing though. Do you remember them? Not everybody does. And in fact, there's a lot of research out there about what it means if you do remember your dreams versus those who do not. Now for the record, I am one of those who does not often remember my dreams. And you know what? It can be frustrating when you wake up in the morning and you think, I know I dreamt something. What was it? What was it? And you can't remember it. So what does all of that mean? And maybe can I train myself to remember what I dream? Well, turns out that can be done. But let's learn more about it with the help of our next guest. It's Dr. Deirdre Barrett, who is a professor of psychiatry at Harvard University and editor-in-chief of Dreaming, the Journal of the Association for the Study of Dreams. Well, Dr. Barrett, thank you so much for joining us. Now, why do I need to remember my dreams? Or I guess I should ask, do I need to remember my dreams? Um, I don't think you need to in some absolute sense, like you couldn't survive without it. And there are many people who naturally recall very, very few of their dreams, like one less than one a year is is ordinary. It certainly enriches the lives of people who can, but we we don't get every positive experience we possibly could out of life. So I think I think it's a beneficial but not not literally necessary. Okay, so what are the benefits of remembering your dreams? Um our dreams are just our own mind thinking in a very different biochemical state, but our dreams are still about the same thoughts and concerns that we think about awake, our, you know, our hopes, our fears, uh, our personal lives, sometimes our professional lives. And because we're in a state that's so much more visual and somewhat more emotional and less logical and linear, we really think outside the box in different ways. So some major scientific discoveries, as well as lots and lots of novels, visual art, have come from dreams. So they certainly give us a different mode of thought on all of our usual concerns. Those are the benefits. Hmm. Also, I would imagine for some people, the dreams are kind of the visual manifestation or the feeling of some anxieties or or some, some things that they've been worrying about. Yes, certainly the, I, I, I said important scientific discoveries have come from dreams, but certainly more of our dreams are about our personal lives. And it's a little harder to pin down and do research on the dreams that, you know, give us a new perspective on some relationship we have, but certainly that's, that's an even more important thing that many people get from them. Now, I'm the kind of person And who, then lots of people yeah. just enjoy some of them. Okay, well, that's sorry to interrupt. See, that's, that's you're saying you are. I am one of those people who doesn't really remember their dreams very often, uh, but I would mm-hmm. like to remember them more often because sometimes I do wake up thinking, "Oh, I, I know I dreamed something." Like I wish I could remember what that is. Can I train my brain to remember it? Uh, you, you can increase your dream recall. the The original individual differences between people are probably stronger than the effects of dream recall techniques. Some people just naturally remember five a night, pretty much every dream they're having, and other people, like I say, less than once a year. But from any base rate, you can get more recall. So some of the things that help recall are, first of all, the most boring, but one of the most important ones is get plenty of sleep. 
because we're we're in rapid eye movement sleep, which is when most dreams happen, every 90 minutes, but each REM period gets longer than the last. So if you only sleep for six instead of eight hours, you're not getting 75% of your dream time. You're getting a little less than half your dream time. So losing sleep cuts down the most on dreams. So you want to get seven and a half or eight hours of sleep a night for for most people. Uh, And that will tend to increase dream recall for everyone. Then um, setting an intention as you're falling asleep to remind yourself that you want to remember your dreams is useful. Uh, Keeping a, we used to say pad and pen by the bed, and some people still do that, but one's uh, phone for, you know, voice to text is the more common method, but some way to record your dreams when, when you wake up, as soon as you wake up. Because often we do have a bit of recall right upon awakening that is just gone within a couple minutes. There's so many people tell me, oh, I, I woke up and I knew I'd had the most exciting dream. I was so excited to tell you about it. And now I can't remember anything except the thought that I'd had an exciting dream. So you want to get it down right away. So, so those are some of the main techniques. Just uh, anyone, someone listening to this radio bit today may be likelier to recall their dream tonight just from kind of hearing conversations about dreams makes them a bit more relevant. Reading a book on it, taking a course on it, anything that kind of brings dreams to the forefront of your mind. But that can be as simple as as what I said about just telling yourself as you're falling asleep that you want to remove your dream. What about age? Does age impact this? Like the older we get, are we still good at doing this? Um, Dream recall declines with age, but fairly subtly, again, it's it's not as big an effect as just the original differences for people. But dream recall goes up through much of childhood and then sort of late childhood through adolescent, it peaks. And then through adult life, it declines on average, but not not dramatically. And these things can affect or reverse that. Also, uh, men recall slightly fewer dreams than women across the lifespan. That's really? That's true for little boys and adult men, yes. Again, it's a, it's a small effect, but when, when you look at large groups, it's a statistically very significant effect. But um, again, just the individual differences in some people recall a lot and others recall very few, and most people are somewhere in the middle and recall one or two a week when they're younger and it gets to be somewhat less than that if they're an older adult. Mm, do our, does our personality kind of influence who remembers dreams and who doesn't, like if you're an introvert versus an extrovert? Yes, there are lots of personality correlates, although, again, they're kind of subtle effects that you have to do big group studies to see that they're really statistically significant. But some of those are... Um, the one you mentioned, in, introversion um, correlates a bit with it, but some things related to that correlate more strongly, like psychological mindedness. Basically, people are thinking a little more about internal processes versus very oriented to the 
practical physical world seem to recall a few more dreams. Uh, most of the scales of creativity correlate with it a bit, although creativity scales correlate so poorly with each other that that's not, that's not totally true. Um, but, and uh, any kind of test for how vivid your imagination is, including the scales of hypnotizability, are kind of basically uh, vividness of imagination scales. They all correlate somewhat. But again, some of the more boring things, like how many hours of sleep you get a night, is actually a stronger correlate than the personality things. I am going to remember that then as I am going to bed tonight and see what happens. Uh, thank you so much for your time. Okay, interesting to talk to you. Good, good luck with remembering a dream tonight. We'll see how that goes, right? That's Dr. Deirdre Barrett, professor of psychiatry at Harvard University and editor-in-chief of Dreaming, the journal of the Association for the Study of Dreams. Gives you an idea of how significant that is.